Glory to God. You are welcome once again to the podcast, The Fountain of Life. I pray that as you listen to this message, the revelation of God works wonders in your life, that you may see your life transform from one realm of glory to another, that you being a living testimony, that people that look at you shall indeed know that the hand of God is upon your life, and they shall seek and desire to also have the revelation of your God so that their lives are also transformed. May that be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I hope you have been blessed immensely by the messages that we have posted here since the start of the year. Today I'm excited to bring you something that is special and I'm not alone. I have a man of God with me, uh, Pastor Derek, and I hope you are blessed by the message that is going to share with us. Glory to God. Uh, before I let him speak, uh, there are certain things that are in the world at the moment that show us that indeed the society that we live in is very progressive and we are expected to kotow to certain things whether we agree with them or not. A few hours ago, I just saw a tweet from a lady called Ashley St. Clair who posted about a man who transformed into a woman and won a beauty contest in Nevada. And of course, she was jokingly saying that, wow, men are really good at everything. Now, they're even better than women at being women. And just shortly afterwards, I saw another post on Facebook by a so-called Christian called... uh, Uh, Liam Micah, who says that he is progressive in mind and believes everything about God, apart from one thing, the Bible. But if you ask yourself, are we really supposed to be progressive as uh, as children of God? Because we know that they are ancient truths that never change. And that really starts from the word of God. Like you know, the scripture tells us in Psalms 119:89 that forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. So, how is it possible that the children of God are now going to be progressive? So, as I introduce the man of God, I would like to just read a scripture from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, verse 17, which says, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. Glory to God. Let me introduce the man of God and let him say something. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, what an honor to be here with uh, the great uh, man of God, Alex. Glory to Jesus. And uh, I believe that you'll be blessed by everything that uh, the Lord will indeed share with us tonight. Yes. So um, uh, just to take it up uh, from the introduction, you know, uh, all this so-called progressivism is uh, something that, you know, a lot of Christians need to be very careful about. Uh, We are living in times when uh, everything has been uh, shaped and fashioned uh, about uh, ushering in a certain system that the scripture calls the Babylonian system, glory to God. Now, uh, 
you know uh, that scripture in Ezekiel uh, that says I have called you to be a watchman over my house Israel glory to Jesus now you know we have to be watching uh, we have to be watching because you see the Lord Jesus is indeed coming soon but he's coming the scripture says for a bride that is ready and waiting for him you see it's thing that we need to be cautious about that we have to be ready and waiting for him glory to Jesus now uh, again all of this uh, uh, rumble and uh, and you know chaos going on is all aimed at one thing which is uh, the battle of the mind glory to God it's all about capturing your mind glory to Jesus now uh, I believe that uh, you know uh, that uh, or perhaps may not know or are getting to learn that we are living in the end times the times where we know for sure that we are the generation that will see the returning of the Lord glory to God that we are the people that will see his return glory to Jesus now uh, I want us to be very much more cautious of this truth and uh, let us not live uh, like you know the five virgins that uh, the scripture calls foolish you know the, the the bride of Christ which was foolish there are Christians out there who right now would identify with the five foolish virgins who are not waiting or, or perhaps are praying and hoping that the Lord does not return anytime soon glory to Jesus but there is hope for the five wise virgins hallelujah the scripture says in Romans chapter 5 verse 5 that hope does not ashamed glory to Jesus that there is a hope that the scripture calls the kind that does not bring shame glory to God that uh, you know uh, in uh, 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 the book of Psalms 34 the scripture uh, teaches uh, about the times which uh, the wicked are all over the place glory to God and uh, uh, the great uh, uh, man of God David King David says that uh, that uh, in verse, uh, I'll begin from verse uh, verse 19. It says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Glory to Jesus. That many are the afflictions, many are the evils that confront the believer. Glory to God. Now, there has never been a time like this ever before where there is so much evil that is afflicting the righteous. You know, uh, uh, there are many men who have decided that uh, they will not be uh, so-called progressives, that they will stick to the ancient paths, the truths of all glory to God. Now, the scripture again says in verse 19 that many, many are the evils that confront uh, the righteous consistently. You see, it, it's uh, a lot of the time it is not like um, you're, you're delivered out of evil and the evil does not uh, confront you once again it's a very consistent very deliberate attack for the enemy to come for your mind because that is where the battle line is drawn glory to Jesus now it says again that the Lord delivers delivers him out of them all glory to Jesus not from some of them not from a few, but from all of them. Glory to Jesus. And he says in verse 20 that he keeps all his bones 
and not one of them is broken. Glory to Jesus. Now, if you're out there and uh, you're disgusted by a lot of these things, uh, like the man of God has opened uh, with that uh, tweet where uh, men are now racing against women and women are racing against men. Some don't even want to be called men or women or whatever, you know. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, of, of, of evil, you know, out there. And, uh, you know, this, a lot of this is, is really iniquity. You know, it's uh, uh, not just sin, you know, sin where you are missing, you know, the mark. You intended to do good, but you somehow did not. You know, that, that is different. This is evil doing, you know, with intent. Glory to Jesus. Now, this is iniquity. The scripture, I believe, calls it deep iniquity. Glory to God. There are, t- there are times where it, it is even glorified. Hallelujah. Glorified. And, uh, you know, in verse 21, just uh, to continue with uh, Psalms 34, it says that evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. You see, again, the hope that does not disappoint comes in through glory to Jesus. That evil, evil itself, you know, the, the works it's a self-destructive system, glory to God, that uh, when the enemy comes against you by one way, the Lord raises up a standard, hallelujah. And uh, if you read the book of Psalms, it's, it's, it's written all over. It's, you know, when uh, the King David says that they will uh, lay up a trap for me, but that they will fall in it themselves, glory to Jesus. So he says again, evil shall slay the wicked, not... not uh, anything it's the same evil which they are you know using to persecute the righteous using to oppress the righteous he says that same evil will slay the wicked hallelujah glory to jesus in fact uh, uh, in the book of revelation uh, when uh, uh, the lord jesus returns and the enemy brings his last uh, affront against him and his people the scripture says that uh, they turn on themselves and begin to slaughter each other glory to God evil shall slay the wicked and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate glory to God they shall be condemned glory to God and then it says in verse 22 that the Lord redeems the soul of his servants and not one of them that trust in him shall be condemned glory to God not one of them that trust in him shall be condemned glory to Jesus now if you're out there and uh, you are uh, totally disgusted by you know the things that are going on I would like to encourage you to know that uh, we are in the times when we know for sure that the Lord Jesus Christ uh, will come so now uh, very fast let's turn to Romans chapter 4 uh, verse 18 it says are those who against hope believed in hope uh, now you know here uh, just to give it a background he's talking about uh, Abraham glory to Jesus when the Lord had told him that he would have a son called Isaac in his old age. Glory to God. Now, perhaps you're out there and you believe you are in your old age. You believe uh, that, uh, you know, by all these things going on around, that you cannot uh, get that job, that you cannot get that marriage, you cannot uh, attain uh, whatever goals you have set out to attain, that uh, perhaps that ministry will not uh, flourish as you, you think it will because of what the scripture calls old age glory to God and yet there is a promise you know that there is a promise upon your life you know that the Lord told you that things will turn around glory to Jesus and then it says 
uh, just to uh, take it a little back, uh, we'll read from verse um, verse 16. It says, uh, Therefore, uh, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Glory to Jesus. That it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed and not only to those who are of the law but also to those who are of faith of Abraham who is a father of us all. Now verse 17 says that I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of whom he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did glory to Jesus. Now you see that's the posture that you must take, that you must, uh, you know, that you must call those things which do not exist as though they did. You look around and uh, there's all this going on and, you know, we, uh, the systems of this world have forced everything to, uh, you know, take a downward trend, I know, the, the, um, because of this whole, uh, you know, uh, uh, man-made pandemic and, you know, and, and all economies have been, you know, attacked here and there and now so you look around and perhaps you even lost your job uh, perhaps you have been trying to get a job uh, to no vein perhaps you've been trying to make it perhaps you have uh, stretched yourself and you feel that you can't go any further glory to god and uh, you're wondering what is going to go happen to me what will go uh, on tomorrow the scripture says that you must call those things which do not exist as though they did now verse 18 very important it says that uh, who contrary to hope speaking about abraham that abraham contrary to hope in hope believed <laughs> glory to jesus i like the king james it says who against hope believed in hope hallelujah that who against hope believed in hope because you see the enemy comes for the mind it comes for, for the hope you know <laughs> if you hope if you still hope uh, in the Lord when he has thrown, when the enemy has thrown everything he can at you and you still choose to hope in the Lord. You know, a lot of the time people think that uh, uh, faith cannot exist with doubt. That you, in other words, that you can't say you're in faith when you have some doubt. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Never far from the truth, you see, because... Uh, <laughs> A lot of these things, you 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 know, it's what the scripture calls that Abraham laughed or, or, or that Sarah laughed. You know, <laughs> they believed the Lord, but <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they they there was an element of of uh, and you see, doubt is not the same as unbelief. You know, it, it's not the same as unbelief. You have to separate the two. So you see, who against hope? The scripture says, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Now, very important to hear, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. Hallelujah. Now, it, this hope, if you have, a, a, if you want to have a hope that cannot be shaken, like the one the scripture says here of Abraham, this hope can only come from that which was spoken. Glory to God. What has been spoken over you? I ask, what have you, is, is what you have believed something that the Lord himself has spoken about? 
Is it something you, you feel has the leading or the fingerprint of the Spirit of God? You see, because the times in which we live are not times of guesswork. They're not times uh, of, uh, you know, uh, trying to box the air, what the scripture calls boxing the air in uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9. That, you know, you are just moving as if, you know, you're in darkness, just throwing branches, hoping that it will hit the mark. You know, it is a time of being certain. Glory to God. Just all that you need is that uh, what Elijah says was this, uh, the cloud the size of a hand of a man. And you move and you run, you know, <laughs> you have to run faster than the chariot, you see, because the times in which we live are times, uh, fast-paced times. Uh, evil is moving fast-paced. You know, <laughs> we saw with the uh, election of uh, uh, President Biden, uh, that uh, <laughs> things we thought would, you know, manifest uh, many years from now uh, are happening. They began to happen on the first day he was in office. He signed, you know, off a lot of uh, uh, executive orders, you know, and, and we were shocked <laughs> at the person, you know, you, it, it, it makes you feel like any time, you know, even if the, the Lord Jesus wanted to delay in coming, he cannot any longer, <laughs> you see, because evil is pushing and pushing so hard. But you see, there's good news that, uh, you know, uh, whilst they are pushing forward with their agenda, the Lord uh, surely is uplifting the righteous. You see, because there's a promise. The scripture here has said that uh, you must, uh, uh, who against hope believed in hope, that you might attain the promise that was spoken and the Lord has spoken great things about this end time generation that we shall be established above all the others. We shall sit crowned on top of the systems of the world. Glory to Jesus. So if there's anything <laughs> that uh, should build up your hope, that should fill you up, you know, uh, I believe it's Isaiah chapter 2. He says that we shall be seated on top, that we are going to end up on top. You see, so you can't allow yourself, uh, you can't allow your hope. Let me call it that. You can't allow your hope to be uh, uh, tainted with, you know, the situations around you. You can't choose to look around you any longer. This, In this time that we're living, you can't uh, look at your situations or you can't uh, look at your surroundings in order to make a decision. You have to trust and hope in the Lord. Glory to God. Now it says uh, again uh, in verse 19, it says that and not being a weak in faith, he considered not, speaking of Abraham, he considered not his own body, now dead. <laughs> Can you imagine that? So much in one sentence. That he considered not his own body, now dead. The body was dead. The scripture admits as much that the body was dead, that the guy was broke, that the sister was not so beautiful, that uh, you were not qualified for the job. <laughs> you see, eh? That you 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 don't measure up, you see. That's, and that's how the, that's the voice of the world, that you you let you don't measure up, that you you don't have this, that you need this, that you you know you fall short in this. The scripture says that he considered not, he considered not. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. 
that he considered not. In other words, it's a conscious decision. I said uh, 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 from the start that this hope uh, is all about, is all what the devil wants. If you can steal this hope, because it is the last, <laughs> it's, 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 it's what we say is the last man standing. <laughs> After he has shaken everything, if you steal hope, then there's nothing more that he can touch, you see. So he says, he considered not his own body, now dead, it was dead. By all natural laws, by all, <laughs> you know, known possibility, the body was dead. Then he says that he was about a hundred years old. And he considered not yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Now a lot of the things that are happening to you perhaps are not directly are because of you. Perhaps it's because of, uh, you know, the deadness of, of uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, your, you could no longer, your workplace could no longer afford to have you and so you didn't lose your job because perhaps you misbehave, but because, uh, you know, the systems of this world are spitting out uh, the righteous. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, you know, very, very interesting times, you know, that there's a deadness all over. And you see, it has been very well calculated, uh, you know, because I remember uh, last year in March, in 2019, they said uh, that uh, we should lock down for two weeks so that, uh, you know, they called it flattening the curve. So after two weeks, they realized uh, the curve was not flattening. <laughs> so they said, no, let's add another two weeks. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. And it just kept going and going and going, you know. And uh, <laughs> now uh, when we are uh, trying to open up uh, and, and people are beginning to have some hope, saying maybe perhaps these vaccines, uh, you know, will help us. Then they're saying, uh, we, we, you know, you turn all over the news and the vaccines which are meant to save lives are instead uh, claiming lives. So you wonder what <laughs> what's going on, you know? Shall we ever return to normal? Is this deadness that the scripture is saying, the deadness of Sarah's womb that Abraham did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb? Glory to Jesus. And verse 20 says, he staggered not, we are reading from Romans chapter 4, that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. <laughs> through unbelief. You see again, the thing I was telling you, that uh, uh, <laughs> you can have faith, you can believe, and yet have some doubt. <laughs> you see, eh? and and you see, God does not expect that. Uh, uh, no, He says, "Yes, now Derek, uh, go and uh, take on. You know, uh, go and take on this, and and you go with a hundred percent." <laughs> it's it's you see <laughs> it's 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 not possible because you see again uh, this we are operating as spirits in a natural realm and so there could be things that are like the deadness of your own body. Uh, imagine you're Sarah, you know, and your whole life you've never seen a barren woman, and uh, you are 90 years old, you've not had a, a, a child of your own, and then somebody walks to you and says. Sarah, by this time tomorrow, you will have a child of your own. I mean, <laughs> you you will you will 
you will laugh i mean you will have something your heart you know they has you will have something within you so it says in verse 20 again that he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strengthened mm. but was strengthened in faith strengthened in faith do you know what that scripture means it means that abraham did not have an ounce of faith more than you do glory to god it means that you and abraham have the same you have the same faith but here's the difference abraham had less unbelief glory to god he had less unbelief hallelujah <laughs> you see it's let me read it again verse 20 it says he did not waver at the promise of god through unbelief it doesn't say through doubt no that was there but through unbelief but was strengthened in faith giving glory to god hallelujah now here is the reason why uh, uh, we began off by telling you that you have to stand in a hope a hope that does not differ a hope unshaken and here in verse 21 it says that and being fully persuaded that what he had promised that what god has pro- had promised god was able to perform you see <laughs> that what god had promised god was able to perform hallelujah you see <laughs> and the scripture says it was therefore accounted unto him as righteousness you see now you you have to be in a position where are uh, your hope is not deferred that nothing it's it, you have to have uh the assurance here the scripture says that abraham was fully persuaded you if you're not fully persuaded in the times in which we live that uh you know that christ is for you <laughs> you will not be able to progress you see again the scripture says uh in the book of psalms that uh, if the lord does not I build a house the laborers build it in vain you see they build it in vain do they build yes they build but in vain <laughs> you see and so in the times in which we live we have laborers or perhaps right now as i speak you're beginning to identify that you have been a laborer that we that there are laborers that if Uh, that you know unless the lord builds the house the laborers build it in vain that you are building something perhaps you are building uh towards uh, uh, a marriage you're building towards um your career you're working uh, building towards you know that job you're building towards you know uh, those finances whatever it is but if the lord does not build it you build it in vain in other words we have Uh, vain laborers and fruitful laborers you see why the difference is in the persuasion and in verse 21 abraham says that he was persuaded that god who promised was able to perform he's the author and is the finisher in other words it has nothing to do with the deadness of your body it has nothing to do with Uh, you know what you call your finances it has nothing to do with uh, what you call your charisma your energy it has nothing to do with that 
you see because again it goes way back to why you believe in him you know and when you see you have to understand that when you believed in the lord it was not just uh, you know uh, an exchange where you say yeah uh, you know which is true you know that uh, uh, that jesus uh, took my place on the cross and you know so he gave me his life and i gave him mine you know that exchange you know you get to a place where you identify with uh, the cross I, i believe it's paul in galatians who says that uh, <laughs> i was crucified with christ so now it's no longer an outward uh, identification it's no longer a, a, a revelation an outward revelation where you say oh yeah jesus thank you for you no know, taking my place no 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 now you don't say he took my place no <laughs> you were there you, you were in that place he, he didn't just take your place but you were there with him in that place glory to god and so you get to a place like abraham and you're fully persuaded you you're absolutely convinced i believe it's uh, what uh, some people call uh knowing you know because some, uh, you can believe something to a point where you know it and it's now no longer about trying to encourage yourself and build up you you know you, you know it like you know your name is derek you know it like you know your name is susan or peter you it's it's second nature so to say glory to god and so <laughs> you 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 have that persuasion that uh because uh, he took because uh, uh that uh, you were crucified with him but because he he, he he um you know he looked he despised the shame do you know what that means that uh, <laughs> you see now when you get to that level of revelation you no longer say ah he you know he despised the shame uh, but looked unto the joy no 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 you identify with it and you say i despise the shame you know you look around the deadness uh, of your body or the deadness uh, of this of this of, of of where you are the situation where you are the outward trend you look at its deadness and you say no i despise it you despise the shame because there is a joy glory to god the scripture says that he despised the shame because he looked unto the joy that was waiting glory to god so you have to be, uh, be fully persuaded you you can't waver in this time that we are living in glory to jesus now uh uh i'll just uh, uh again uh, uh go back to that scripture in psalms uh, you know uh, it's very important that uh, we understand that uh, david was in that place uh, where he <laughs> he had uh, to un- uh, to understand that uh, there is a labor right now we are in a time uh, uh, of uh, of a lab- there's always some, some sort of labor going on glory to god now like david uh, he was promised he was in fact not just promised he was anointed <laughs> glory to god you know and uh, unlike abraham where uh, you know um, the lord you know uh, promised him and you know and, and uh, uh, with words eh, you know and said yeah abraham you will have a son you know <laughs> david a prophet of god you know a very a known powerful prophet of god in the land a man of god walked to him perhaps you have been like david where a man of god a woman of god a servant of god came to you or called you up or picked you up glory to jesus or perhaps you went to them and they laid hands and maybe they prophesied you see <laughs> this is how david was you know 
that uh, when uh, he 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 was there and then the prophet carries himself and goes to his house and anoints him to be king he had been anointed it was visible <laughs> you see eh? and not he was not anointed in a bush somewhere hiding no in front of his family you see eh? in front of his family <laughs> and then guess what happens uh he, be, he is persecuted you know he's you know running for his life and all these things and so he, in 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 Psalms 127 says except the lord build the house they labor that build it and then it says except the lord keep the city the watchman wakes up but in vain hallelujah you see eh? if the lord does not uh, 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 uh do what the scripture says guarding the city the watchman stays awake in vain you see eh? that you you worried about uh, all these things how how will tomorrow be how what will i do you see it's what jesus said uh, in matthew uh, chapter 6 that uh, if if you cannot do this small thing adding can you imagine what jesus called a small thing adding uh, your height <laughs> you see eh? that if you cannot even add to your height to your stature then what business do you have worrying about tomorrow then he says that tomorrow has its own cares glory to jesus sufficient for the day are its own troubles you see eh? <laughs> so he, he sufficient so now you you wonder there's no reason <laughs> to stay awake as this watchman in in verse 1 that the watchman stays awake in vain glory to god so you see eh? you have to understand that uh, uh, the lord uh, wants to do a transformative work in your life that you will not be among those who labor in vain or who stay up in vain he wants you uh, to be among those that uh, he has set apart to demonstrate his glory because that is who you are that you will be uh, you 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 will be uh, what the scripture calls that you will shine his light that 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 city on top Uh, of the hill glory to God now here tonight uh, I, i believe uh, the direction that uh, the lord has uh, taken uh, for you tonight is that you will have a hope that is not uh, shaken that you will continue to hold fast uh, onto that word glory to jesus now uh, i'll just read verse uh, verse 2 uh, of uh, psalms 127 again it says that uh, it is vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late you know you turn on the news and uh, there's all this going on and uh, you're rising up and sitting up late <laughs> you see eh? but the scripture says you're eating of the bread of sorrows you see eh? it calls it the bread of sorrows hallelujah in other words you are uh, um, living by a system that is alien to him it is what the scripture calls a blessing that adds Uh, that adds sorrow you see because there's a blessing that adds no sorrow and then there is uh, a blessing that comes with sorrow it is you're eating bread but it's a bread of sorrows you see so you, you cannot uh, uh, you should distinguish the two that there's a bread yes it is bread but it is a bread of sorrows glory to god it says uh, again that uh, god grants sleep to those he loves <laughs> that he grants sleep to his beloved nurses he gives them rest he takes them to a place where their hearts 
are hoping in him that hope that who against hope believed in hope the scripture says about abraham who against hope that against all odds you stay looking to the lord because paul says to live is christ and to die is christ you know <laughs> we, we we have just been honoring a man uh, a leader uh, uh, of uh, uh, our neighboring neighbor here uh, where you know a man who stood for god a perfect example of a man who to live was for christ and to die was for christ you see <laughs> that is the kind of hope that we have now where come rain come shine you know whether um <laughs> like the, the the young boys told uh, the great king uh, Nebuchadnezzar whether the lord <laughs> saves us from the furnace or not we will not answer you in this manner and we shall not bow very important do not bow to the image of this world do not bow to the pressure stand your ground you see because that is the defense that the lord has put up for your heart glory to jesus now you must stand your ground it's a hope it is a hope but there in that hope are, are, are things you know are thrown at you and doubts here and there but as long as you don't allow your heart to reach unbelief where now you despise the things of god you see <laughs> where it's now no longer just uh, seen missing the mark here and there but it is about evil doing where the heart is intent on 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 you know on going astray you know which the scripture calls iniquity <laughs> you see your heart must be steadfast fully persuaded hallelujah because we are living in very 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 dangerous times for those who do not know their god in, in daniel it, i believe it stresses this point it says those who know their god those who know not you know in other words it's saying those who know their god in other words meaning that those who hope in the lord those whose hope in the lord is uh, is steadfast a sure hope you see it <laughs> those who know their god shall do great exploits so in other words uh, there will be people who will do exploits you know they will you know uh, uh, accomplish this and that but it is not considered according to the eyes of the lord not great exploits hallelujah now uh glory to god now uh, i believe that uh, uh we are coming uh to uh the close uh, of this but i would like uh, just to um exhort you i would like to exhort you um perhaps uh, you're out there and uh you're wondering um when shall things come back to normal when shall things uh, turn around uh, for uh, you know for all of us i'm telling you that uh, things are turning around for all of us as i speak <laughs> you see because there's there's a lot that is going on uh, for the church you see particularly for the church this is a season where we are being lifted up we have been prepared by this time and you see all the while the devil thinks that uh, i have you know <laughs> again i'm reminded of that scripture that had he known they would not have crucified the lord of glory you see had the devil known he would not have brought this you know this 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 pandemic or this you know the systems of this world would not have pushed the way they are pushed right now because you see now the church 
is going to be is being crowned already but will ultimately be crowned on top you see you are the jewel of the lord hallelujah you see now you know you're thrown into the den of lions briefly and uh, the devil thinks the lions are going to have you for supper but then in the morning hallelujah in the morning you rise up on top and instead is the one thrown in glory to jesus now we know how this story and this has never been uh, a story uh, as clear as the one in which we find ourselves it is clear that we end up on top hallelujah so therefore have your hope steadfast glory to jesus have your hope steadfast look neither to the right nor to the left the scripture says but walk in the way of hope glory to god that you neither look to the left nor to the right staying with your eyes fixed uh, on the lord glory to jesus hallelujah i believe that uh, uh, you have been blessed uh, by this i know that uh, we can only say so much uh, on uh, this podcast but we believe we believe that there is a transformation going on in your life we believe that uh, things are turning around for you glory to jesus and uh, you know it, uh, it has been a pleasure uh, for me to uh, come here to the fountain of life glory to jesus by uh, uh, the great apostle alex and i believe that uh, these messages these messages that are shared here are life transforming so make sure you keep uh, listening visit uh, the uh, the channel and keep listening into these messages glory to god uh, just say a short prayer uh, for us and then uh, i will uh, hand over glory to god our uh, father we thank you and we bless your name we thank you for uh, your sure word glory to god we thank you for your sure word oh father we thank you for your promise that never fails and so lord we receive that spirit of hope recharge us with that spirit of hope oh lord that uh, our eyes shall be focused and fixed on your promise for us in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we bless you father we bless you hallelujah hallelujah glory to god that there's uh I just uh, feel that uh, there's, uh, uh, there's, there's a lady, um, glory to Jesus, there's a lady, uh, you are, oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, uh, there's, there's a lady, uh, you have had, um, you've been having pain in your eyes, you've been having pain in your eyes, and it has been affecting uh, your work the lord is healing that right now in the name of jesus there's uh, a healing uh, that is taking place for you uh, don't worry it is it is something that uh, snaps out now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus there's somebody i uh, hear uh, uh, somebody i believe it's a gentleman in uh, i believe it's sweden it's not it's not uh, it is sweden yes it is sweden in the name of Jesus. Uh, now, when you listen to this podcast and uh, you hear this uh, this this part, uh, I want you. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord says that go ahead and contact uh, those people. Uh, go ahead and it's it's something to do with work. It's something to do with work, and you've been wondering when the right time will be uh, to send in uh, your your request. Uh, the, the spirit of the Lord says that now is the time. That now is the time. Now, 
uh, the time is ready for you and uh, it will be something that uh, I believe you are, will testify you will testify about in the name of Jesus we thank uh, we thank you father we bless you uh, in Jesus name in Jesus name uh, God bless you thank you glory to God thank you very much pastor Derek I hope you have been blessed immensely by this message by the man of God and like he has talked about faith and our hope that should never never fail you know the scripture in Hebrews that says that we should hold on unto the faith that we profess because he who promised is faithful and we know that indeed without faith it is impossible to please God amen so just hold on unto that word and believe that indeed he is going to reward you hallelujah you know the scripture in Nahum 1:7 that says that the Lord is good a stronghold in the day of trouble and he knows those that trust in him do not lose your trust do not lose your focus on the Lord just keep on pushing and fighting and indeed the hand of God is going to manifest in your life like the man of God has said i hope you've been blessed so much god bless you let's meet next week hallelujah Glory to God. You are welcome once again to the podcast The Fountain of Life. I hope you have been blessed by the previous messages and as you listen to this message may the revelation of God increase in your life that you may see all the things that you have hoped for manifest in your life with undeniable proofs in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Bible speaking in John 10:10 tells us this was Jesus Christ our Lord speaking I am come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly and that is supposed to be your portion glory to God the times that we live in there are so many things that happen around us that people because of the hardships and because of how tight the situations could have been they feel like they have been forgotten they feel like the world is basically toppling them and society is laughing at them the ground doesn't seem to be level anymore and you are walking in sixes and sevens not knowing what is going to happen but the bible tells us that the lord jesus christ came that we may have life and have it more abundantly you see it doesn't matter what the situation around you is all that matters is the fact that he said that he came that we might have life there is no way you are going to stay in that situation forever it doesn't matter how long it could have taken you it doesn't matter what society thinks or even some of your neighbors even if you're in the same predicament you have to start looking at yourself as an individual that you are not a statistic The sad bit is that many a times when certain things happen around us we tend to give up so fast number one because of what is happening to us then number two because of the things that are happening with our neighbors but we have to look at the impossibilities uh humanly speaking that the lord was able to pull off so many situations that looked like they were never going to they were never going to uh, reality but they happened there is a scripture in isaiah 48 verse 21 
and they thirsted not when he led them through the desert. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. He split the rock also and the waters gushed out. This is the Lord speaking about the Israelites. The time that they were moving and they were languishing in the deserts. The fact that he was able to do this thing. How about us who are in the Christ dispensation? Because the scripture tells us that as he is, so are we in this world. We received a certain inheritance. The inheritance that has elevated us to be kings. The elevation that has made us be at that point where we have the ability to create so many things. How many times are we conscious of the things that we are able to do in our Lord Jesus Christ because he gave us the power? You see, the word of God tells us in John 5.26, For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. You are a child of God. You derive your life from our Lord. And if you are a son, how is it possible that you're not manifesting the God kind of life? Regardless of what is happening around you, do not be cautious of your surrounding. Do not be cautious of what is basically squeezing you in a corner. No. No. The enemy just wants to scare you a little. But be still and know that God still stands. Be still and know that it's God, like the psalmist said in 40, 46 verse 10. It doesn't matter what the situation is. For as long as you have eternal life, you know, when you receive eternal life, that is the most miraculous incident in life. It's a reality because God is imparting his very own nature, substance, and being to your human spirit. So you are moving with the God kind of uh, relevance in whatever that you do. You are a changed person. You're no longer the ordinary person that you were before salvation. So the moment you have Christ in you, you become a new creature. That's why the scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, uh, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Glory to God. So regardless of what your past was, regardless of what you did in the past, you are a new person. You have been elevated unto a certain throne. It doesn't matter what society thinks. Just sit on your throne and wait. And indeed the hand of God is going to come and pull you out of whichever being you might be into. You see, the world that we live in has so many things that are coming at us at a very fast rate. And for a large part, even the children of God have not been spared from certain scenarios because uh, sometimes the pain might be a bit uh, excruciating. So because you want temporary relief, you easily give up and you're like, ah, no, let me get a solution. But no, if you want to have that eternity, that life, the Zoe kind of life that came through our Lord Jesus Christ, you have to put your feet on the ground and say, let me just wait on the Lord because he is my only solution. He is not going to leave me nor forsake me because it is written. So 
thank you for your temporary relief, but I've chosen the path of Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Your inner man has to be built in regards to what the Lord is manifesting in you. Glory to God. It, it goes beyond just the natural body. It goes beyond just your emotions. Glory to God. Because the Lord, by his gracious nature, he's going to change so many aspects about you. You know the scripture in Ezekiel uh, 36, which, uh, verse 26 and 27, which says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Glory to God. The Lord is going to give you a new heart. A new heart that is going to rebuild you. A new heart that is going to elevate you from one realm of glory to another. Glory to God. You see, the thing is, uh, when we give our lives to Christ, for a large part, one of the hardest things that we deal with is uh, having renewed minds because of the so many things that we could have done in the past and certain things that keep us uh, in, in, in chains and bondage. So we are continuously reminded of, of those things. And, uh, and we struggle at times to move. But, but you see, the only way that you can be able to receive uh, the, the total transformation because indeed the Lord has given you a new heart, is when you constantly renew your mind with the word of God. Glory to God. Do you know the scripture which tells us uh, uh, that my son, attend to my words, incline thine ears to my sayings, let them not depart from your eyes. That's Proverbs uh, 4, uh, 20. Keep your eyes focused on the word of God and see to it that your mind is renewed, that every aspect of you is perfected. Glory to God. The spirit man, the man, uh, the spirit man cannot be perfect. Our perfection can only come from God. Glory to God. We are supposed to constantly seek and desire to see that the manifestation of the Lord becomes a reality in our life. So, like a child desires milk, that's the same way that we are supposed to be in regards to desiring the word of God. Like our first Peter 2, 2 tells us, Glory to God. There is never going to be a point where you feel like you've reached a certain level of perfection. No, you constantly keep on chasing. Keep on chasing. It's, it is a marathon. Precept upon precept. Glory to God. You keep on moving from one realm of glory until you reach that place where you're able to see tangible results. Glory to God. Many times, of course, when you're moving in the natural, and you are not focused so much in regards to renewing your mind, so many things about you are going to be uh, uh, driven out of emotion or maybe probably things of the flesh. But you see, it doesn't matter what is around us in regards to society. It doesn't matter how long it might take you to adjust. For as long as you are on a path, and you know that this is the path that I've chosen to take. The path that is going to lead me to eternity. Just keep on moving. Just keep on moving and just fix your eyes on the Lord. Do not lose sight of the price that you seek to have in your life. Glory to God. Because the scripture tells us 
that the Lord came that we may have life and have it in more abundance. So, you know very well that you do not qualify yourself. It is the Lord who qualified you. Like uh, Paul tells us in Colossians, we give thanks unto him because he's the one who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. If indeed the saints in the light have an inheritance, do not lose sight of that because your inheritance is coming both in this world and and even in the world thereafter. Glory to God. Because we are not meant to to merely just uh, give our lives to Christ and uh, and and live as we wait for our eternal uh, reward and maybe go to heaven. No, even here, even here, we are supposed to have a wonderful life in the world. We are supposed to be in control. We are supposed to be in dominion and advancing the kingdom. The kingdom. Zechariah one seventeen tells us that my cities through prosperity shall spread abroad. So who is going to be prosperous? You think the heathen? No. There is a certain testimony that you are supposed to get that even the heathen will come unto you and ask you, huh, how did you do it? Because they shall know that indeed it was no one else but the Lord. And there are times when we are going to testify unto the heathens, not by our speech, but by the things that we possess and by the visible hand of God upon us. That's why the psalmist tells us in 126, when the Lord brought back, the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Glory to God. Glory to God. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Glory to God. Let that be your portion. May that be your portion. May people come unto you desiring to have a glimpse of your God, desiring to have a deeper understanding of your God, desiring to know what it took for you to achieve certain heights because it's only the Lord who can be able to usher you into that place of your throne. The thing is, the society that we live in lies to so many of us because for a large part we think it's all about effort. It's all about uh, belonging and doing things that are primarily acceptable by the world. Okay. That can take you to a certain level. But a point reaches where you cannot go above a certain ceiling, where it's only the Lord, where it's either the Lord shows up or you're finished, or you're not going to go above it. You remember when Moses was moving and told the Lord, Lord, if your presence does not come, I'm not going. And that is how we are supposed to be in our decisions. That is how we are supposed to control so many aspects to see to it that we move from one realm of glory to another in full agreement with the clear mandate that the Lord has bestowed upon us in the clear strides that are directed only by the Lord. Glory to God. Everything about us, every consciousness of us, every communication of our faith, it should be in line with what the Lord is manifesting in us. That we may see our lives transform indeed and be a blessing in the world that we live in. The society that we live in is getting more and more wicked. But what what are you going to do about it? Are you going to merely 
remain in the same situation. But you know, like uh, Paul tells us in Ephesians 2.1, that the Lord has, has us quickened for us who were dead in trespass and sin. Glory to God. They are precious and great promises that have been given unto us that you may be partakers of his divine nature. That's the scripture that is given to us in 2 Peter 1.4. So if these promises have been given unto us, how come? We are not seeing these things. Yet the scripture tells us that we have escaped the corruption of the world. How come we are not uh, seeing these things? How come so many of us are still in bondage? We need to stand when the Lord speaks. Ezekiel tells us that the spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me. When the spirit of the Lord enters into you, you are placed on your feet. And you cannot fall, regardless of what is happening around you. You have to channel your consciousness, your spirit, and focus only on the Lord. Only on the Lord. Do not let any impurity happen around you or anything that would probably drive you away from the path of life. Because we know that it's only the Lord who can be able to usher us to the very top. Glory to God. Let that be your portion. Let that be your mandate. Glory to God. But you know that it's not just enough to take Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You must acknowledge his Lordship over your life. It's one thing just saying that Ah, well, I accept the Lord Jesus Christ. You must accept him, but acknowledge his lordship over your life, knowing that your life is not your own. Every aspect of you should be driven by what you're cultivating in the spirit of God. Glory to God. Let that be your drive. Because I remember I had a discussion with, uh, with a gentleman a few days ago. And uh, we were talking about uh, some of the things that happened in the past few days. And of course, uh, the, the death of the president of, of Tanzania. And uh, we, we had a long discussion in regards to salvation. And uh, he was telling me how uh, 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 okay, he was expressing concerns in regards to a certain post that had been made by someone uh, about uh, uh, the president being in uh, being in uh, in heaven and someone came and asked but was he really born again so we were having a discussion and of course one of the scriptures that was mentioned was Romans 10 9 uh, which says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved glory to God of course there are many of us who have who have confessed that scripture but can we really say that the man of God did not confess? Because he publicly said many times, many times, that the Lord Jesus Christ was the only one who was going to deliver them. That there are so many people who are going to die. Uh, they are going to die of uh, 
uh, other sicknesses malaria cancer whatever it is but even covid has to be subjected under the name of Jesus Christ so how can we put covid on such a pedestal we cannot we cannot everything that has a name has to bow down to the name of Jesus Christ so if someone has the boldness to stand on a platform and tell people that you know what we are not going to koto to your nonsense for us we have chosen the path of the Lord Jesus Christ is the owner who is going to drive us forward so how are we going to jump on very fickle things and we are asking ourselves did he really uh, stand up tall and say uh, and, and make it, and maybe make the sinners prayers so that you, you you belong in a certain throng but the man was standing for Christ he was speaking for Christ Glory to God. Glory to God. How many of us have the boldness to make certain decisions especially in times like this where the cup of iniquity is almost full because you're being forced to accept certain things politically. And the thing is there are certain things that are clear. If the world hates you, there's something about you. If someone is advancing the kingdom of God, and the entire world is coming and attacking then there's something about that person there is something about that person and the sad bit is that the people that we don't expect at times <laughs> you'll be shocked by some of the things that um, that you'll witness you'll be shocked glory to god when we are before the lord jesus christ and facing the judgment seat of Christ what are the limits that you can put on God what are the limitations that you can put on the power of God let us not be like the children of Israel who having seen certain things they turned back and tempted God and limited the holy one of Israel like the same stands us in uh, 78 verse 41 because of a few things they started complaining we are missing cucumbers from egypt at least we used to do this and this and this seriously who even misses cucumber and they got confused because of the mixed multitude and none of that generation even reached the promised land ba uh, uh, joshua and and caleb the thing is we need to keep our focus and avoid the trivial things if someone is advancing the kingdom and they are proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ they are on our side glory to god you remember the people that the disciples found preaching and healing the name of Jesus Christ and they stop, uh, and they, and they tried to stop them because apparently they weren't of the same throng what did the lord say Why did you stop them? They that are not against us they are for us. Glory to God. The Lord Jesus Christ came that we may have life and we may have it more abundantly. And when we rejoice in the Lord we are supposed to have liberty. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. 
our justification is before the Lord. It's not by just getting a temporary uh, kind of uh, maybe excitement that this we are in the same group with this person and all that because they believe like this. No. Salvation is a very personal thing. And we have to constantly renew our minds individually. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Proverbs 20:27. The inner man, your inner man, your inner man has to be worked on. Your spirit has to be changed. Every aspect of your life has to be molded in such a way that you have nothing about you that is driven by your soulish desires. Glory to God. Acknowledge his lordship over your life. And every stride that you take, let it be driven by your purpose in Christ. What are you conscious of in times like this? And what are you mandated to do in this environment? Because many of us are very good at pointing fingers. We are like, ah, this person is, uh, is maybe not doing it the right way. If it were me, I would be doing it like this. But you're saying, if it were, what are you doing? What are we doing? And what are some of the issues that we have in the church? The scripture tells us that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. First John 3.14 But how come the, the brethren are so divided? What are we supposed to do in times like this? You see, there are so many things that make us lose track. Lose track of our actual purpose and our actual mandate. (laughs) Because certain problems have pushed you on the wall or because certain experiences have made you see the world or the Lord differently, you start going around pointing and picking certain things that give you a certain level of self-actualization. That is not what you're meant to do. You are supposed to constantly keep on moving, keep on moving until you reach the level where those things that you so desire manifest in your life. Like the scripture tells us in John 15, 7, that if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. What you will, by the way, whatsoever you desire, it shall come unto you. And if we are supposed to reign as kings, why is it that so many of us are mere living as paupers? How come? God made us as much like himself as possible. He made us in his image and in his likeness. Are we conscious of what we are mandated to do? And how are we advancing the kingdom? 
how are we trying as much as possible to draw more light unto the people and for those that seemingly are in darkness to light it up with a torch they're not supposed to be in darkness forever that's not how it's supposed to be everyone is supposed to be exposed to the light even the people that seemingly looked like the way doomed they saw light Look at the scripture in Matthew 4, 15 and 16. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. Glory to God. There is no one who stays in darkness forever. For as long as they are exposed to a higher power a higher truth the revelation of god can move them from point a to point z glory to god and you see even when you go through certain situations how are you going to maintain your testimony how are you going to sing of the love of god forever You remember the story of the Shunammite woman who the Bible tells us how she used to see uh, Elisha pass and she told the, uh, the husband I perceive that this is a man of God let us make for him uh, uh, a small room so that he can tarry here whenever maybe he's on his journey glory to God and later on when she did that unto the man of God she received the prophecy from elisha that by this time next year you shall nurse your own uh, your own child because she never had a child but the thing is even after getting the child a time reached the boy had grown so one time the boy was playing and just went to the dad saying my head my head and the, and the dad was like ah no you take this boy to the mother He went and lay on the mother's laps and after a while the boy died what did the woman do hmm. second kings chapter 4 if i'm to check uh, from from verse uh, 21 after the boy had died she, uh, She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, "Please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back." So he said, "Why are you going to trouble him? It's neither the new moon nor the sabbath." And she said, "It is well." Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, "Drive and go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you." To cut the story short, she went, met the man of God. Gehazi was even trying to stop <laughs> to stop her. You can imagine some people can be a bit weird. I read something from uh Uh, Rabbi Daniel Malinga uh, j- just a few days ago when he said pro- pro-
proximity to the man of God does not mean that you are close to God. Gehazi was close to Elisha, but he couldn't even tell that her spirit was vexed. He was trying to stop her. No wonder even when Elisha gave him the instructions, he went and the boy couldn't be raised, so Elisha had to go himself. But you see, later on, the boy was raised from death. But the most amazing thing is that regardless of the distress that she was in, she kept on saying, it is well. It is well. Because the hand of God is not so short to pull you out of any situation that you could be in. It doesn't matter what the world might think. It doesn't matter what the situation could be. We are children of God. We are partakers of that divine nature like the Bible has told us. So as you move every day in the society that we live in, what's the kind of path that you want to take? What's the kind of mandate that you want to have? What is that that you think is pure? Titus 1.15 tells us to the pure, all things are pure. But to those that are defiled, even their conscience is defiled. But our purity only comes from the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church. Let no man deceive you that there is any other path besides the Lord Jesus Christ being the foundation. May the Lord bless you all.